0: Almost nine years ago, for some reason, I decided to write a law school commencement address. Nobody had asked me to give one. Nobody ever will ask me to give one, but I have one. And so I understand there are a lot of law students graduating who aren't going to get commencement ceremonies. If you need a commencement address, here it is. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me to give the commencement address to the University of Kentucky College of Law's class of 2012. This is going to be a real downer. I don't want to be this guy. 90% of this speech is just going to be bleak. I can't help it. Most of what's happened to you and most of what you're facing is bleak. Now, 10% is going to be hopeful. I want you to remember that. Hold on to that 10% because we're going to start with the other 90%. Here's the situation. Many of you do not have a job. Many of you have massive debt, hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. Many of you, most of you, have no marketable skills to speak of. Even those of you with jobs have been hired mostly for your potential. It's no secret that the prospects for graduating attorneys have never been worse. I have good news and bad news about this. The good news is, as an attorney, you can employ yourself. The bad news is, nothing in your education has prepared you to employ yourself. If you're like me, you went to law school because you graduated from college and didn't really know what you wanted to do with your life, yeah, I'm one of those, Law school seemed like a good idea because it would teach you to think like a lawyer. I didn't know what this meant before law school, but I was tired of thinking like a Capitol Hill intern slinging tacos at night. Thinking like a lawyer had the added bonus of the tantalizing lure of exclusivity. I could join a club, and once in, the mysteries of society would be revealed to me. In fact, in my admissions essay, I explained that Because our culture is a language, I expected to learn its grammar in law school. I didn't. And I didn't learn how to think like a lawyer either. I still don't know what this means, unless thinking like a lawyer means, holy crap, I only have one lifetime to pay off this debt. I need to get paid. As far as I can tell, law school exists to put future lawyers into debt, and give them few practical skills in the process. Under a massive debt load and having little ability to actually practice law, graduating law students have little choice but to apprentice themselves in the highest-paying job they can find. The other function of law school is to make you feel okay about this situation, to make it seem natural, orderly, logical. It's it's not. Learning to think like a lawyer... Too often means coming to understand that what you do in this world doesn't matter. Law school is a process of divorcing you and your values from what you do professionally. Early on in law school, you learn that you are not your client, that you are not what you do. Law school teaches you, from its very first days, to think of yourself as merely a participant in an adversarial system. This is not a valueless position. Participating in an adversarial system is framed as a higher good than actual good. You've been told that representing poor people is good because everyone needs representation. The reason poor people need representation, you're told, is because our system cannot work if both sides aren't represented. You are not told that poor people need representation Because poor people are vulnerable. Because they're more likely to be preyed upon. Because they have blood and sinew, mothers and sons. Maybe things have changed. But during my three years of law school, I was never once asked to consider the law's role in keeping people poor. We are rarely asked to look behind the law. Rather, we are taught to get the black letter law and get out. Don't ask why the law is what it is, just learn what it is and move on. For those of you who think that being a good lawyer, that thinking like a lawyer simply requires you to spot the issue, know the rule, apply the rule and come to a conclusion, I am truly sorry for you. For those of you who went to law school hoping to learn how to meld your values with the practical skills lawyers need to help their clients, I am truly sorry. For those of you who came to law school to make a difference or fight the good fight, being told that you are merely a participant in an adversarial system is a violent challenge to your worldview. If you are miserable in law school, I want you to consider the possibility that this confrontation with an amoral vision of the lawyer's role in society is partly to blame for that misery. Being told that it doesn't really matter what side you're on, is enough to jade just about anyone. You are not the same person as the person you were three years ago. Ask yourself if you are more jaded now than you were before. Ask yourself if you feel less excited about the work you want to do in this world than you did before. Ask yourself if you think your estimation of the difference you can make in this world has diminished in the last three years. If you feel jaded, if you feel a lack of enthusiasm for the work you are about to do, I want you to consider the possibility that law school is partly to blame. Your challenge is now to learn how to be yourself. What I really mean is your challenge now is to remember how to be yourself. Remember who you were before you viewed yourself as a participant in an adversarial system. Before you were told that what you are is a hired gun, a mercenary. If it doesn't matter what side you're on, then that's what you are, a mercenary. If you view yourself as merely a participant in an adversarial system, then a rational self-maximizer in that system will side with the moneyed every time. Choosing sides only requires learning which side can pay you the highest hourly rate. What an awful lesson. But it's one of law school's most important lessons. It will provide many of you a lot of comfort. I am here to tell you that you are more than a mercenary, that choosing sides because of your values, because it's who you are, is okay. It's more than okay. It's a sign of being human. I'm here to talk to the people who think it still matters what they do on this earth. Before I talk about what to do now, now that you're in debt and facing uncertain job prospects, I want to talk about what should have happened in law school, what should be happening now. In law school, you should have spent your first year developing the practical skills you will need as a lawyer, writing, yes, speaking, of course, but also the active listening you will need to use with your clients and your partners, the mindfulness that you will need yourself to maintain sanity in a pretty insane profession. You should have been taught these things In contexts that simultaneously teach you the real world effect of civil and criminal procedure, contracts, and constitutional law, you should have spent your second year apprenticing with practicing attorneys during the day and learning the nuts and bolts of running a law office accounting, technology, ethics, advertising, getting things done. You study those in the evening. In your third year, you should have taken jurisprudence electives, classes that encourage you to reflect on the sociological forces that mold the law and classes that ask you to confront emerging challenges to our society in the 21st century, classes that explore modern problems and the potential for lawyers and the law to be a part of a solution. Prescription drug abuse, the foreclosure crisis, jail overcrowding, immigration, The solutions to these problems probably won't come from winning a case in court. They'll come from focused policy research, community organizing, lobbying, and legislation. Law school did not prepare you for this work. We're talking about what should have happened. What should have happened is that you should have spent about one-third what you did on law school. Your law school debt should be 33% of what it is that's the way it used to be. College is now three times more expensive than it was 30 years ago. It's more expensive in large part because for decades your parents have tolerated declining support for public education, preferring instead to keep their taxes as low as possible. The debt you will be living with for decades is just a small piece of a larger generational war being waged in America today. A law student in 1986 paid $1,645 a semester, $3,226 adjusted for inflation. Today, in 2012, that student pays $16,021 a semester, a 400% increase in the cost of law school. Your debt has real implications for the kind of job you can take after law school, of course, you know this, and your first job has real implications for the kind of expertise and experience you develop as a lawyer. In other words, your debt will dictate who you are and what work you do, unless unless you commit today to live as frugally as possible for as long as it takes to have the financial freedom to pursue the work to which you feel called. Your job is to get out of debt as quickly as possible. Get out of your job as much learning and experience as possible. But get out. You are not a mercenary. You choose sides because you care who wins. Because it matters who wins. Because if your client doesn't win, justice isn't done. You are not some cog in a justice dispensing machine. You are a human being. You have values you know right and wrong. You have a compassion for the dispossessed, the disenfranchised, the marginalized that compels you to act. Some of you have a God whose claims on your life are undeniable. Law school taught you to forget yourself and ignore others. It encouraged you to divorce yourself from what you do. This is why, in part, so many lawyers are unhappy. I believe we are on earth to do good work, to alleviate suffering and seek justice for the oppressed. I believe what we do matters. The bad news is you are in debt and facing the worst economy in human memory. The good news is that if you can remember yourself and live frugally, There is no limit to the amount of good work you can do with your law degree. Law school, if you couldn't tell, was a miserable experience for me. But being a lawyer is more rewarding than I could have ever imagined. And fun. What a joy. What a blessing it is to be a lawyer, to have the power to bring wrongdoers to court and seek justice for our clients, to have a loving family, and meaningful work to do, can we reasonably ask for anything more from life? Remember who you are. Remember why you are. Remember what you do matters.